The goodness of God in the goodness of creation. God completes the account of his creation of the universe with this sweeping assessment. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Genesis 1.31 This is a vastly important declaration, for it asserts the essential goodness of physical matter. Greek philosophers and Eastern mystics have denied the goodness of the physical world and especially of the human body. God declared that everything He had made was good. Even more important than this, however, is that the creation showed God Himself to be good. We live in a universe that was intelligently and lovingly crafted by a God who is good and who loves what He has made. We live on a planet that is uniquely prepared for human life in particular. The Earth travels at precisely 66,600 miles per hour as it orbits the Sun. This speed is exactly what is needed to offset the Sun's gravitational pull and keep the Earth the proper distance from the Sun for life to thrive. It was the goodness of God that set the angle of tilt of the Earth's axis, 23.5 degrees relative to the Sun, to give a beautiful variation of seasons to the hemispheres. If the tilt were increased to 25 degrees, summer would be much hotter and winters much colder, resulting in devastation of the plant life of Earth. So, the speed and position of the Earth were very good for human life. God also finely tuned the Earth's atmosphere unlike any other in the solar system. Far above our heads, ozone blocks the potentially cancer-causing radiation from the sun. The atmosphere shields the Earth from meteors, burning up as much as 70,000 tons of space debris a year. It contains 78% nitrogen and 21% oxygen, just perfect for life. Without oxygen, all animate life would be unable to survive. But if the amount were increased to, say, 25%, fires would break out instantly all over the Earth, and it would be nearly impossible to put them out. The nitrogen not only dilutes the oxygen, but also provides an essential fertilizer for plant life. Amazingly, during electrical storms all over the earth, lightning bolts combine nitrogen and oxygen into compounds vital for plant life, and these compounds are then carried into the soil by the rain. And so, the atmosphere is very good for human life. Just before his death in May 1543, Polish astronomer Nicolaus Copernicus published his seminal book On the Revolution of the Celestial Spheres. He demonstrated that the sun, rather than the earth, is the center of the solar system. Science has vindicated his views physically, but Genesis 1 still carves out a central concept that cannot be controverted biblically. The earth is the center of God's purpose for the universe. According to Genesis 1, verses 14 through 18, all of the reasons that God created the sun, moon, and stars were earth-centered reasons to give light to the earth, to separate day from night, to mark seasons, days, and years. The earth-central viewpoint of the cosmos is also vindicated in the book of Revelation when, as events on the surface of the earth and in human history come to a climax, the stars fall from the sky to the earth like figs shaken from a fig tree. Revelation 6.13 The earth is the centerpiece of God's plan for the universe.